Welcome to the Tandem Talk Show, where we help women dial in their nutrition and fitness so that they can lose fat, tone up, and transform their lives. And now your host from Tandem Nutrition, Coach G. Hey, what's up, everyone? Coach G here. I'm really excited about tonight's brand new episode of the Tandem Talk Show. This is episode nine of the talk show. I'm super happy that you're here. Um, as I mentioned, this is episode nine, and we'll be going over how to perfect your workout nutrition to maximize your results. This has been a very hot topic lately. We've been getting a ton of questions on this, so I definitely want to provide a ton of value, answer questions, and help you make the best results while you're working out, training hard, and going for the best, most sustainable results. So, um, And before I get started, I just want to say that the Tandem Talk Show is a live broadcast designed to help women dial in their nutrition to help them lose fat, tone up, and transform their lives. So each Tuesday, I go live at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time to bring you a brand new episode of the Tandem Talk Show. And each of these episodes are broadcasted live in our private Facebook group called the Tandem Tone Up Community. If you're not yet a member of our community, you can go to tandemnutrition.com forward slash Facebook to get instant access right away to all our episodes, past episodes, and, and also to um, every one of our future live episodes as well. So for everyone who's new to this talk show and to this broadcast, I'm really excited here. I'm really excited that you're here, so welcome. And for everyone else who's been a returning member, uh, thank you for coming here. Uh, thank you for being present again, and you want to make sure that you uh, stay tuned to the very end of this podcast and this talk show because I'll be doing exclusive Q&A live with you, answering all your pressing questions about workout nutrition, fat loss, whatever it is related to this episode. If you have questions or when you have questions when it comes to what I'm covering today, be sure to drop in the comments and I'll be answering each of your questions towards the very end. <clears throat> now, before we get started, and as I always like to do, I want to go over some big wins from our Tandem Tone Up community and our VIP team. So um, each week, I love to celebrate the successes that our team is having. We have a hardworking team going for some amazing results. So just to highlight a few of those right now, I want to start off by giving a big shout out to Tommy. Tommy is one of Coach Casey's Tone Up VIP clients, and Tommy is down throughout her 12-week program. She's down 14 pounds and 17 inches, and she's not even done with her program yet. So really excited for Tommy and all the great progress she's making. It's definitely uh, very inspiring to see her make so much progress in such a short period of time. So awesome job, Tommy. Next up, we have Coach Boston. Coach Boston has a few uh, clients, actually quite a few clients who are just crushing it right now. And just to name a few, um, his tone-up VIP client, Katie Wynn. Uh, Katie Wynn is a world traveler. She's always on the go, um, traveling around the world, especially right now, I think believe just around the United States because of the pandemic. But she's down 13 pounds in 13 weeks. Again, her traveling, her uh, going out to eat, her not being able to find a gym is not stopping her from making some amazing progress. So great job, Katie. Also, Kim Fingers, big Shout out to her as well. She's officially down four pounds in two and a half weeks. So she just got started here not long ago, and she's off to a rocking start. So great job, Kim. 
Also, um, his client Ram is also down nine pounds in six weeks. So making some tremendous and pretty amazing progress in such a short time. And I also want to give uh, two shout outs to our competition clients, Claire Chamberlain and also Addie Jackson, who are both less than five weeks out from their first bikini competitions here in Indianapolis. And they are just crushing it right now, making some great progress each and every week. They're putting in a ton of time and effort into their posing, into their diet, into their training, into their recovery. So just want to say really proud of you ladies and everyone else on our team who are just crushing it and uh, doing their best to make the best, best progress. Okay, so now on to today's topic. So as I mentioned today, I want to go over how to perfect your workout nutrition so you can maximize your results from your training. Now, before we get started, I want to outline a few foundational concepts, foundational concepts that are true, and I want to make sure that everyone's on the same page with. So number one, let's just make it clear that you can have the best possible workout nutrition protocol in the world, right? But if you're if you're still eating too many calories and if you're not hitting your protein needs and if you're not eating mostly nutrient-dense foods, then you're wasting your time. So if your goal is fat loss and you want to make sure that you're losing fat while maximizing your recovery from the you know from the workouts in the in the gym that you're going to, you want to make sure that you're taking care of the most important priorities of nutrition first. And it is one, making sure that you're meeting your calorie needs. And the only way to make sure that you're meeting your calorie needs is to be tracking your calories every day, being consistent with weighing the food out, measuring out, and then um, adding that into my fitness pal. So definitely make sure that you're doing that. Number two, make sure you're hitting your protein goals as well. Protein, of the three macronutrients, we have protein, carbohydrates, and fats. Protein is the muscle, is the most important macronutrient of the three. It's essentially what muscle is made out of. So, you know, if you want to make the best progress in the gym, from the gym, make sure that you're hitting your protein needs every single day and being as consistent as possible. And together today, we'll go over how to best prioritize protein around training to maximize results even further. By the way, if you're if you're watching live right now, if you're tuning into our private Facebook community, if you're watching live with me, comment hashtag live below to let me know that you're tuning in and be sure to drop any of your questions down in the comments below and I'll be sure to answer those uh, towards the end of our episode today. So as I mentioned, make sure you're hitting your calorie needs, your protein needs. Also make sure that you're eating mostly nutrient dense foods. Now when it comes to fat loss and you know gaining muscle mass, you don't have to be perfect, but it's important to still eat you know those nutrient dense foods such as fruits and vegetables and whole grains and lean proteins and healthy fats. You know, I know we talk a lot about flexible dieting, which essentially means that you can eat whatever you want to within the context of your calorie goal. But despite fat loss being our focus, we still want you to improve and maintain a great level of health. And that comes from eating nutrient dense foods, such as those I mentioned. So let's just kind of get that you know, on the table first. Before we prioritize workout nutrition, we have to make sure that we're doing all the big rocks, the big priorities correct in the beginning. Again, hitting your calorie needs, hitting your protein needs, eating mostly nutrient dense foods. And then once you've mastered that and you're consistent with it, then it's a good next step to look in how to prioritize or organize nutrition around your workout to maximize your results. All right. So next thing is I want to make sure that we're all on the same page as far as 
when I say workout nutrition. So for this episode, I'm specifically talking about resistance training. So this could be going to the gym and working out with weights. This could be going to F45 or even Orange Theory Fitness or just doing any weight-bearing exercise with a load like back squats. And this is a, a complete session. So it's not like picking up a dumbbell and doing three sets of 10 of arm curls and that's it. So it's a complete session that breaks down muscle mass that gets your metabolism roaring up. And by the way, if your goal is fat loss and if you're not weight training yet, I would highly recommend starting to weight train because that is absolutely key to lose fat, to keep muscle mass and to make the best progress. In fact, you know, one of the biggest things that hold us back from making the best progress as we age is the fact that we burn fewer calories. And that's due to a loss of muscle mass. In fact, after the age of 20, our metabolic rate uh, decreases roughly 10% every decade. And the reason why that decreases is because we slowly lose muscle mass. So muscle mass is, is very closely correlated with metabolism. And the reason why we lose muscle mass is because we're not as active. We can't we're, un, we're unable to maintain the same level of uh, intensity or volume in the gym like we used to. So, for example, when I was, say, 20 years old, um, I'm 32 now. When I was 20 years old, let's say I squatted, I could back squat 300 pounds for 10 reps for three sets. So I could back squat, which is not true. I was not that strong when I was 20. Um, so not that strong. But let's say I can back squat 300 pounds for 10 reps. So as I, as I got older, um, let's say that, so right now, let's say I can only back squat 275 pounds for 10 reps for three sets. So my overall volume decreased. Now that's essentially telling my body that I don't need as much muscle because there's not as high as an external stimulus present for me to adapt to overcome this resistance. So I'm going to beat my body's going to adapt to the level of muscle and strength needed. Therefore, I will lose a little bit of muscle mass over time. And that that's what will cause a decline in metabolic rate. So it's very important that we maintain weight training throughout life, especially for helping to reduce osteopenia, osteoporosis, and just be healthy. So, okay. So that is just a few concepts I want to touch on before we officially get started. As you can tell, I'm super passionate about this topic and just want to say again that this is resistance training and not things like running or walking or like doing the stair climber that different nutritional protocols are set for that. And today I'm specifically talking about how to organize your nutrition around resistance-based workouts. So, okay, uh, if you guys are excited as I am for this episode and for what we're covering today, uh, be sure to, uh, I want you to comment weight training for me. Let me know you're tuning in and that uh, you're excited about this because I'm super excited about this because just a little background story, you know, growing up, I thought that workout nutrition was everything. I thought that you can have like the worst dot in the world and that if all you had to do was just perfect your workout nutrition, that you'd be getting some amazing results. In fact, when I was in college in uh, Nebraska and even Louisiana, I would spend literally thousands of dollars on supplements because I thought that supplements were the key to getting like insane muscle gains uh, and like for recovering out of this world quickly. And I spent a lot of money and I did a lot of testing and I learned a lot throughout my progress and process of, of going throughout this. And I want you to, I want you to save money. I want you to save time and not make the same mistakes that I did. And I'm going to give you a foolproof plan on what works to make the best progress throughout your weight training routine and throughout your weeks of combining nutrition 
with workouts. Okay, so first thing, <clears throat> to optimize performance and to be in a muscle building state when training, it may be best, and I recommend personally, according especially through science, to have a workout or to, to work out at a time that is in between two meals that are high in protein that, that are not spread out more than five hours apart. Okay, that was probably confusing. Let me reword that. When you work out, make sure you're not working out fasted. So fasted is, for example, if you sleep for eight or 10 hours and you get up and go straight into a workout, you want to make sure you have a, a higher protein meal. So a higher protein means at least 20, 25 grams of protein. And this could come from lean protein sources such as chicken and fish or lean ground beef, lean steak, things like that, egg whites. I personally like to have like chicken and some vegetables and rice before my workout. And anywhere between two and three hours before your workout, you want to make sure you have that meal. What that does, that sets you up for success when it comes to recovering at your best. And also it allows you to be in a muscle building state throughout your workout. What, what many people don't realize is that when you have a meal two hours before your training or your workout, then those amino acids and that protein, those nutrients are in your bloodstream. They're still providing you with, with energy with the potential to rebuild into new muscle mass. So you're in an anabolic or muscle building state throughout your workout versus if you slept for 10 hours and you got up, you had some water and you went straight into your workout, your, your cortisol levels are high. Uh, your stress levels are high. Your body's looking for glucose, uh, carbohydrates to, to maximize your performance. And when it's not there, guess what? It takes it from muscle because in muscle, there are some amino acids that can be easily changed to glucose. They're called gluconeogenic amino acids. Some amino acids such as alanine and glycine are two examples of uh, amino acids that can turn into um, glucose for the body. So that's not good. That, that means you're losing muscle mass throughout your workout. And just, that's essentially what happens throughout the workout. But going to it fasted would just exacerbate that. So we want to make sure that when you're working out, you've had, you've had a balanced meal of protein, say 20 to 25 grams of protein from a lean source, uh, a source of carbohydrates. So again, according to your own dietary goals, it could be anywhere from 20 to 50 grams of carbs based upon your individual needs. And also a, a small amount of fat too, between five and, and seven grams. And again, more depending on your individual needs. Now, when it comes to hydration, it's very important you stay hydrated not only throughout the day, but also the day before and the week before too. So my hydration level three days ago is affecting how I feel and how I focus right now. So it's very important to stay hydrated each and every day, uh, whether you plan to work out or not. You know, hydration can affect your ability to focus, can affect your your um uh, your muscles' ability to fatigue, it can affect concentration. I mean, our muscles are 70% water, so it's very important to keep your muscles uh, fully hydrated because a muscle that is hydrated performs its best. So that being said, I do not recommend any specific, you don't need any specific pre-workout powders or or protein supplements before training or during training or even after training. At Tandem, we really take a whole foods-based approach whole food based approach of nutrition to help maximize your results. If you want to spend money on supplements, that's cool, but that's not something that's necessary. What's important is making sure you're timing your nutrition correctly so that two hours before you're having, again, carbohydrates, 
proteins and fat, roughly 20 to 30 grams of protein, a balanced amount of carbohydrates and fat. And then after your workout is done, so you'll be drinking water all throughout your workout, or if you prefer uh, an energy drink, that's fine as well, or Gatorade, that's cool. But again, make sure you're accounting for those calories and know that if, you know, one time I saw uh, an individual drinking Gatorade while doing cardio and I don't know his goals, but I'm assuming, I'm assuming, um, just realize that the Gatorade or sugar drinks you're consuming will have impact on your calorie goals. And if you're trying to burn calories, it may be wise to kind of look at where your calories are coming from. And liquid nutrition is it is a really easy way to sneak in calories and not really feel that fullness from that. So when it comes to workout nutrition, again, just make sure you have a balanced meal roughly two to three hours before, stay hydrated throughout, and then after you get finished working out, make sure to have <clears throat> a protein balanced meal, again, within an hour or two of finishing training. Now, here's one small detail that can help boost your recovery and even further your fat loss, and that is after training, that is the perfect time to consume carbohydrates because that is the time that they're less likely to be stored and be used for recovery purposes. So let me say that again. After your training sessions, it's better to have, and this is a very small detail, but it's very important. It's better to have a higher amount of carbohydrates because those carbs will go to fuel recovery and to set you up for your next workout. Plus, if it's in the evening, carbohydrates are shown to help you sleep better, relax more, and feel better. Um, I personally love to train in the evenings and have my last meal around like eight or nine after training because that's my my meal that had the most carbohydrates. And who can guess what it is? It is pancakes. Pancakes are a perfect post-workout nutrition uh, food source. And just show of hands, who here is the fan of pancakes? If we can get hashtag pancakes for all our pancake fans out there, we'd love to see who you are. If you like waffles, we'd love to see who likes waffles. No judgment. Both have carbohydrates, though I will say that pancakes are better, but it's just my opinion. Okay, so as I mentioned, once you get done working out, it, it's ideal to have another balanced meal containing protein, again, a lean protein source. And I say lean because we want to make sure that this meal is lower in fat. So, for example, having a cheeseburger with fries and a Diet Coke is probably not the best option because your body, after going throughout that workout, breaking down muscle mass, it's in need of some nutrients pretty quickly. So if you have fat or a lot of fiber, that's going to slow down the delivery of those nutrients to your, to your blood. And that blood will carry those nutrients to your muscles. So it's best before and after training to have lower fat meals. So that could be between three and five, maybe seven grams of fat. So not high in fiber, not high in fat to help your body absorb uh, quickly the nutrients that you're giving it to perform and to recover its best. Okay, so here are some things that I think it's important to. There are people who um, a lot of people I know are clients. Uh, in fact, I just now got off the phone with my mentor and he was telling me how he trains fasted and he was having a hard time getting in protein. And he went throughout, throughout his whole entire day and he said, you know, I have protein right after training, I have three eggs. And um, then he has a protein shake and all these things. He's like, Gary, I just don't know how I can fit in more protein. I said, hey, I have a great idea for you. There's this one time spot in your whole entire day that's very important to get in protein that you are not yet getting in protein and that is before your workout so he gets up he goes to train downstairs 
and he's missing a very vital part of getting a protein. Now, as I've mentioned, getting a protein before working out is absolutely crucial. Now, if you if you do train fasted, will you like will you just lose gains? No, it's not the most optimal. But some people, like even for myself, for quite some time, I was getting up at 4 a.m. to to train. And um the thought of even having a protein shake was not um was not enticing to me at all. So I literally just had water and I just made sure to have a meal later in the evening. So will you lose all your progress if you train fasted? No. If you do train fasted, just make sure to have a quick digesting meal, like a protein shake with banana, lower in fat after training. So again, whey protein, a liquid meal after a fast workout would be best because that will will even faster allow your body to take up nutrients because digestion is not as required and uh, you're able to kind of shut down that muscle protein breakdown as quickly as possible. Now, let's say that you do train in the morning, but you want to find a way to get in nutrients before your workout. Here's a couple options that you may find beneficial when it comes to getting the best results. Number one, and this is exactly what I told my mentor as well. If you're training fasted and you're wanting to start having protein in the mornings, here is the best to uh, here's best, better, and good options. The best option is again, this is this will be a, a supplemental form of protein. Um, and I know I mentioned how we focus on a whole food nutrition. Myself personally, and a lot of our clients, and I'm sure a lot of you perhaps, the thought of eating in the morning is not delightful. And I know that I just can't eat and then five minutes go work out. So I want something that's super quick in digesting that's going to hit my muscles fast. And so the number one thing is, is essential amino acids, and you can get that in powder form. Now that's like a, a luxury supplement. Um, and I personally would not go with that option because it's expensive. And uh, the difference between this option and the better option is not that big. Um, but it does, it is the fastest way to get in protein, um, through a liquid form. Now I will say this, if you're taking branch chain amino acids, I would stop. I would not take those anymore. That is a waste of money. Um, and I can go over in more detail why that's a waste of money. Um, but I will say that the branch chain amino acids are just three amino acids, leucine, isoleucine, and valine. And of those three, only one are the essential amino acids. And essential amino acid is one that the body can't make on its own. So you have to, um, you have to get it from external source. So that being said, um, when you take in branch chains, you're really not doing too much when it comes to building muscle mass. The best effect you get from that is preventing muscle protein breakdown. So the best option is essential amino acids in powder form. If you would like a link, comment link. I'll shoot you a link of what I would recommend. Number two is what I recommend. It's just whey protein. Whey protein concentrate is a great option. It's cheap, has all the full spectrum of, of amino acids that you can have in a supplement and you know it, it'll hit your bloodstream within 30 minutes. The next option is to have some like yogurt, yogurt with maybe some protein powder in it or even some cottage cheese would be fine. So having some sort of protein throughout before your workout within 30 minutes would be ideal. If you have time to wait maybe 20 minutes to 30 minutes to train, then, or actually say two or three hours, it may be best to have a whole foods meal in the morning, like some eggs, some egg whites, maybe some carbohydrates like pancakes and a little bit of healthy fats. And that could be like peanut butter or, or almonds or 
I love olive oil. Um, olive oil is one of the most healthiest fats you consume, and I make a habit every day to consume olive oil with some cocoa and with protein. It's delicious, and um, it just really helps to make me feel better, and it helps to decrease inflammation. So um, that being said, if you have an hour or two before you go train, that situation, it might be ideal to have a balanced meal, then go train. That's what I'd personally recommend. Then again, after that workout too, if you have consumed a meal prior to training, then again, taking one, two hours before having another meal. There used to be this concept that many people believe that we have a 30 minute window to get in nutrients after the workout to make the best gains, to recover our best. But just through science, we learned that the post-workout anabolic window is more like 6, 12, 24 hours. So it's not only 30 minutes or an hour. It can be a lot longer. After you get done with a pretty intense weight training session, it's going to take time for your body to recover, sometimes up to two days. So what you eat after your workout is very important for recovery. So making sure to have protein, at least 20 to 25 grams of protein in each meal. Again, this can come from lean sources such as chicken, fish, turkey, lean ground beef, steak. Um, I'm a big fan of tuna and salmon, things like that. All those are great sources of protein that can help you recover fast, build muscle mass, and tone up as you work throughout your journey. Awesome. Okay. So my pause here. Let me know if you have any questions. I'll go on to the next uh, topic before we wrap up today's show and uh, before we come back next week for another brand new episode of the Tandem Talk Show. So let me know if you have any questions. Drop your questions below. Let me know what I can answer for you. And um, I'd be more than happy to as we continue on throughout this episode of episode nine of the Tan Talk Show. So really excited to be here. Thank you for your comment, Sam. Weight training, you're correct. Weight training is one of the most important things we can do um, to make, make sure that we're maintaining good health, a fast metabolism, and just doing our best to make the most progress. Because if we're not weight training and we're dieting down, we have, the, we have a high propensity likelihood of losing muscle mass, which is not good. As I mentioned before, there's a tight correlation between losing muscle and a slow metabolism. So we will make sure that we keep our metabolic rate engaged through active weight training. Okay, to wrap things up, I know there are a lot of popular supplements out there when it comes to weight training. Now, I'm going to go over a few that I want to talk about that could provide benefit. Now, when it comes to looking at the most important priorities of nutrition, it's important to get each priority at the right level in the right order before we move on to the next step. So as I mentioned before, it's very important to make sure you're hitting your calorie goals. That's number one, hitting your protein goals, consuming mostly nutrient-dense foods. Then that's when it comes to being aware of your workout nutrition. And then last thing, supplements. A lot of people like to focus on supplements as being the one thing they want to focus on. In fact, I had a friend a few years ago, he'd always ask me, um, he was, uh, he's a guy and he's overweight by maybe 20 pounds. And he'd ask me, Hey, you know, gee, yo, what's the best, what's the best fat loss supplement out there right now? And I honestly don't know. Like, I don't keep up with it. There's so many out there. I don't even keep up with it. Um, I do know that the best strategy for fat loss that is more effective than any supplement 
is a protein-focused calorie deficit. And so let me give you an example. So let's say that you take a fat loss supplement and here's your maintenance levels. So above here is a surplus and below is a deficit. Let's say that that you're eating just above maintenance in a in surplus and you take a fat loss supplement. So a supplement to raise your metabolic rate. Well, taking that may decrease your intake that much, but you're still in a surplus. You will not be losing body fat. You must be in a calorie deficit to make these supplements do their job. So when it comes to workout nutrition, there are two, actually three supplements that are known to be effective through research. Now, as you know, we're, we don't sell supplements here at Tandem. We just give you information and education on a few that have, have been proven through science time and time again to help you make the most gains and progress throughout your journeys. Number one, creatine. Creatine is one of the most well-studied and effective supplements on the market when it comes to building muscle mass, losing fat, and helping you increase your strength. In fact, it's very unfortunate that this supplement was pop popularized in the uh, time of bodybuilding because everyone has this perception that it's some like meathead, I'm going to get huge muscles type of supplement, but actually it's it's a general health supplement. It has a lot of great benefits for helping helping you with your, your memory, helps to delay fatigue. It has shown to help reduce fasting blood sugar levels, reduce the risk of Alzheimer's and even Parkinson's disease. So it has a lot of benefits outside of just building muscle mass and strength. But you know, a lot of women fear away from this because they think it's going to make them just gain muscle, get bulky, or you know, put on a lot of water weight. There is some weight gain from water that's associated with taking creatine because once you consume it, it brings in water into the cell, and that's okay. You can always start at a lower dose rather than doing the whole maintenance dose of around five grams per day. I do not recommend loading. There's not a difference between effectiveness between loading, which is taking like a high amount each day for five days or a week, than just a regular maintenance dose. Now, if you're a woman and you're just starting a phallus phase, I would not recommend starting creatine just because that's just an added variable that could affect the scale acutely uh, throughout your your program also number two caffeine so caffeine has proven time and time again to help increase performance delay fatigue and just help you uh you know, temporarily give better performances in the gym so if you if you're like a lot of times when i'm not getting a lot of sleep and have to train i am taking caffeine before my workout because i want to make sure that i can actually give some intensity put in the volume to train at my at, a, at least a level of uh, normalcy throughout my time. So caffeine can be very effective. And if you want to know more about that, let me know. Roughly between 150 and 300 milligrams um, at one single dose is, is effective to increase endurance, increase performance, increase awareness. And I believe research has shown that doses of over 400 milligrams, uh, there's not an, an added effect of consuming more than that at one time. Lastly, whey protein it is, um, I almost consider this a food um, because it is just uh, like a convenience food. It's just a really quick and easy way to get in protein, especially if you're leaving work and going to the gym, you haven't eaten in a while, it's really quick and easy, or just even after the gym too. You don't have to you know, have a protein shake right after the gym. In fact, that's one of the things I did for so long as well. One of the many mistakes I made was in high school, I thought you had to have a protein shake right after a meal or right after a workout, like slam it right when you get done to help with recovery. But again, think about it. If you had a meal 
two hours before your training, you're still having protein in your, in your blood, in your muscles. The need for protein right after training is not necessary. Making sure to have protein within an hour or two after is important. So again, make sure that you're hitting your calorie and your protein needs. You're eating mostly healthy foods. You're having protein around your workout. And if you want to take supplements, which you don't have to, and it's only, it would only be effective. And I will say this, the the variable of success is only 5%. So a 5% added effect if you have everything else covered perfectly. That means if you're hitting your protein and calorie needs, you're eating a lot of nutrient-dense foods, you're perfecting your workout nutrition, then supplements will have some type of effect to give positive results. Do not rely on supplements to get the results, especially if you are not tracking your calories consistently, you're not being consistent with protein, and uh, you're not training consistently too, especially with protein around your workout. So guys, thank you for your uh, your time today. Really excited about next week's episode. We'll have another live guest coming on. Um, real quickly, Sam mentioned if I have early lunch and a late dinner, lunch, late dinner, um, but work out around 4.30, have a protein snack. Yes. Yep. So if I have an early lunch and a late dinner, yep, that'd be perfect, Sam. So, um, and feel free to uh, email me personally with the structure of what you're doing, and we can definitely give you some feedback on that. Um, and thank you, Dave. Appreciate you joining us today, man. Hope you're doing great. Great to see you on here. And uh, that's it, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. I like to keep these episodes less than 35 minutes. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in. If you're not yet part of our private Facebook group, the Tandem Turnout Community, be sure to go to tandemnutrition.com forward slash Facebook to become a, a member today. Look forward to seeing you in there. God bless. Have a great rest of your week, and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Tandem Talk Show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time.